Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week is another phenomenal episode. We got everyone in studio, including Beer's Fat Head. We got everything from sports talk to a phenomenal timeout, nothing to do with sex styles. And our rank this week is another Instagram person, uh, which is the best bars to go watch a game at in Chicago. So if you're in the Chicagoland area and you don't know these bars, you'll be <laughs> you'll be happy that we gave you some suggestions. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, all right, without any further ado, let's get right to it. Look, take it from the uh, from the tippy top there. Low Budget presents Beer League. Okay, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, you know, let's start off with Johnny, since he wasn't here last week. How have you been for the last couple of weeks? Been good. Healthy. Um, it's nice out. Chicago summer's in the air. Good mood. As my sister's out of school, which is awesome, so that's one less headache. Um, but yeah. Work is very easy. I'm um, actually won't talk about that, but okay. pretty good. I miss I miss being in the studio <laughs> though, and um, talking about sports. I feel like I haven't done that in a long time, so it's good to be back. Very excited. Also, Cubs. Good lord, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I went to a uh, game Memorial Day weekend on the actual day, actually, for my brother's birthday. Uh, but I feel like for the past two weeks, the Cubs and the Sox have been in second place. And their respective uh, league been uh, fucking awesome. Yeah. Have you guys been to a game? No, not yet. Well, yeah, he's got season tickets. Oh, several. Oh, buddy, did yeah. you go to uh, any recently? I was there on Memorial Day Monday. Oh, nice. As well, I was oh. extremely hungover. <laughs> that was a good one, man. It was a good game. Though. It was like six home runs. Yeah, it was good to see. Chick stick the long ball. That is true. Uh, we had one of those phenomenal, like never-ending. Rizzo had like one of those never-ending. Uh, foul tips lead to a home run, so that was pretty sick. Yeah. 14 pitches. That is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, was awesome. Uh, let's head over to Beer. How are you doing? I'm great. Um, this weekend was good. I am I really miss... I'm getting, like, the itch. I really miss all my friends. I love seeing all these Snapchat videos and everything. So, kind of have to very soon. But uh, this weekend was good. We um, What I did was, I basically... I made a brisket. And then we went to a lake, like a lake house party. And basically, this house is absolutely nuts. So there's so many lakes in Minnesota. We just went to like some random lake, lake house. And would you say 10,000? I'd say 10,000. But <laughs> so, yeah, sense. it was like, I don't know, 45 minutes away. But it was one of Jenny's like co workers' like houses. And I looked up the address and it was labeled on the top 10 most expensive houses in that area it was labeled on that you're gonna list. want to keep being friends with so them. i was like all right yeah and so we went into we went to go to this lake house and it's absolutely ginormous this thing is like a giant mansion house with like a pool and like a whole like basement like their backyard had like a outdoor kitchen in there and then they had like it was right up against the lake and we went tubing and stuff it was like so it was so much fun. I haven't like had like a summer day like that in a long time. And I got to bring my brisket and it was the first time I got random people to try my food and they loved that shit. They literally there was nothing <laughs> left. I like went upstairs and like I opened oh, it, wow. I cut it up for everybody because I, I had done it like it was it was a it was an A brisket in my book. It was like up there with every briskets that I made. Nice. And like I cut it up. And I was like, I took a couple pieces. I went downstairs because I was talking to a guy about like smoking meat, so I wanted him to try it. And then like, <laughs> well, like it was, it was fine. He was like, he's like, I he like came up to me and was like, I got a smoker. And I'm like, I got a smoker. And then that's how we found it. And then, um, <laughs> so I like got, I went downstairs and I came back upstairs to get like 
something and it was all gone and there were people standing around there like did anybody try this and i was like i made that like, dude that was me and i was like, cool I'm glad everyone likes it so nice. i was like it made me feel really good that like i tried, had random people try it and people were like, nice so uh now i'm i'm really excited to, to share it more. so uh it was really fun really fun weekend uh did some drinking had some fun out of the lake had some people eat my barbecue Day. Now I'm really looking forward to you smoking meat on the uh, the golf trip. What's yeah. the name of your future barbecue restaurant store place? Oh, it's gonna, gonna be golf? easy. It's Beers Barbecue. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Done. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, doesn't need to be any more yep. complicated than that. Uh, Nick. Uh, my weekend was good. I was at the lake, um, with family celebrating early Father's Day because this weekend I'm gonna be at a bachelor party in Baltimore, which I think I've talked about. In past weeks, uh, which I'm very excited for. But uh, the weekend was good. This well, is the Camden Yards one? This is the Camden Yards oh, one. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. We're just going to one game rather than two, but still. Um, and, like, I'm doing something I haven't done in a long time before, which is, like, booking flights at really weird times to try and save money. So, like, my flight out there gets in at 11.30 p.m. on Thursday, and then I leave 6 a.m. Sunday morning. Oh. So Saturday night's going to be, like, a either two-hour nap kind of thing or just like power through which it sounds like more of a power through situation oh yeah it's oh, definitely going to be a power through situation um hopefully i can make it uh coffee i'm sure will help uh but no this past weekend was good it was actually i was at the lake over memorial day and it was really cold but this weekend was warm like 85 90 so the water feels really good and yeah that was about it not too much else going on yeah. sounds good though <laughs> Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, it sounds, sounds like a good no, weekend. It was, it was really nice. Um, Friday, I did a family dinner with the entire family. My brother is back in town already from Indiana. His wife. Um, we had a very delicious Italian meal. Uh, Saturday, we had the sixth annual migratory bird day bar crawl. It's on the hat. I, I don't have the hat in front of me. Mouthful. Um, That's this. This year was the sixth annual. I believe but it's it on the hat. But it was, really, it was really the third one, right? Like oh, I'm pretty sure they started. I'm pretty sure they started with like the fourth annual or like the seventh annual. Oh, like, like trolls that. too. How they were just yeah. they were just yeah because they didn't want it to be the first annual. So oh, I respect it. Yeah, um, that was a lot of fun. We went to only two bars, so getting older. Nick called it right. Is that's how you know you're getting older when your bar crawls are one bar and then you walk a block to another bar. Really good. Um, we played a lot of pool at the second <laughs> bar, Marquee Lounge. Uh, I know I'm not good at pool. Dude, I'm a liability out there. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, we were. I was Steve Rawls' partner, and he's like, those are the the two people we were playing. They're like, do you want to put some money on this game? I'm like, absolutely not. And Steve's like, come on, like we got this. I'm like, dude, I'm not here to lie about my game. I know I'm really bad at pool. And he's like, fine, fine. And the guys are like chirping us, and they're like, no, trust me, I'm not good at pool. I'm terrible. <laughs> I didn't get a ball in. I, I at least I'm honest with myself and my skill level. Usually, you know, you hear people like hype themselves up and then be like, "Oh, I just had a bad game." I played about average. Well, Usually, I can get a ball in. And this time, it was just no ball. Pool is the game where you can like very easily be like, "No, no, I suck," and then go out there and run the table. Like mm -hmm. pool, pool shark is a term yeah. for a reason, you know. So you hype yourself up at the at the golf trips. <laughs> at pool, <laughs> yeah. I know. Pool? <laughs> I think it's interesting with the pandemic. Like, when were you gonna play pool? When were you gonna practice? Right? Um, yeah, if you had one. So, like, these people that are like, let's spend much, like, that's been practicing had a pool table in their house or had access to one. Like, they've got a real leg up now in the pool market. So. Oh, I know what you're referring to. You're referring to when we play the tournament, and I'm Steve Rawls's partner. Steve Rawls is one of the best pool players I ever know. So I uh, can start talking a little bit of shit. Okay. But that's <laughs> that for no sense. money. That's for $5 a team. So it's like, and yeah. we're all friends. So it's like, you know, you could joke around. Yeah, I remember you guys random getting, people. I remember you guys getting pretty far. Yeah. So that's Steve right there. Mm, okay. Steve got far. Gotcha. And I was just like, do you remember when he made the eight ball? <laughs> I was like, that was a sick shot, right? And they're like, what'd you do? I'm like, dude, I made that one ball and then scratched and like so yeah i'm not very good at pool um i never grew up with a pool table though i grew up with a ping pong table that's why i'm good at ping pong not pool um so a uh, question for you guys games like that pool darts 
ping pong, that sort of stuff. Do you consider them sports or games and why? Are you playing like when I play them, I would. I don't know. I think uh, maybe ping pong is sport. It's kind of like miniature tennis. Tennis is sport, I would say. Darts. Sport. Bowling. <laughs> sure, why sport. not? They're all, all sports. They're all sports. Absolutely. 100 percent olympics there's prize there's prizes there's winners there's losers there's competition <laughs> that's what i was gonna say they're on espn Playing. they're in the olympics exactly. that's what i was gonna Sports. say are they, actually, are they actually in the olympics a lot of those oh yeah. you've never watched <laughs> olympic ping pong i i know ping pong is in it i don't think darts is <laughs> no but darts has a world cup it, it does i've seen those guys all those guys uh, Bowlers and dart players, uh, there's a strong crossover of, uh, you know, shape, body shape between those two. Hey. I feel like. If, I'm just saying. It, if it has a World Cup, it's sport. Okay? So, like. The Dart World Cup, though, is so much fun to watch just because they are so good. It's like, they'll be like, he has to hit the triple one, and it'll just, like, nail it. And then I'm like, I'm, like, playing cricket, and me and Steve, if we play on a team, we have this very exact strategy where I go for the top half of the board, and he goes for the bottom half. So I just kind of aim in between stuff, and if I miss wide or left or right, hopefully I hit something. I definitely don't think I could be like, hey, I got to hit this, you know, triple 18. I don't have that. Uh, but anyways, my Sunday was good. I played 36 holes. I shot really well. I shot 75 and 76. So that was very good for me. Um, are you looking up the salaries? Is that 350,000 euro? That's the prize fund for the uh, the World Cup. The World Cup. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Beer, you said just a few minutes ago that if it has a World Cup, it's a sport. Um, Quidditch, I'm pretty sure, has a World Cup. Sport. Oh, Quidditch is definitely Have you seen a sport. those dudes? They run around. They hit each other. Like They're That's crazy. full tackle yeah. Quidditch. We, Johnny and I, Johnny and I looked into this in college. You remember this, Johnny? We were like, "There's a yeah. Quidditch team." And we were looking up like these kids lay each other out. I'm like, they go in, yeah, they go in, yeah. So and like you just take the golden snitch and you just like run somewhere and you just run with it and like they have to chase you like and that's it. Like so it's somewhere. it's really fun. It, it looks really fun. So I definitely think Quidditch. There you go. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, it. Uh, Colleges have teams. There's a lot of teams. Um, <laughs> Wizards of Westwood. <laughs> um, all right, from one sports talk to another sports talk, let's get into some sports talk. Um, okay, so the first one on the docket that I wanted to talk about, excuse me, is uh, there was a lot of fights this week, in, <laughs> including YouTubers versus TikTokers. That was an actual boxing pay-per-view this that happened this weekend. I didn't watch it. I watched the recap. Uh, TikTokers got their ass beat. Pretty not, surprising. Not shocking. Um, the main event was this guy named Crap. I forgot his first name, but his last name is last name is McBroom. They kept calling him the Ace Family, uh, which I don't know if you're a family, which is one person, but whatever. Uh, and then this <laughs> TikToker was named Bryce Hall, who calls himself. His actual nickname was the self-proclaimed bad boy of TikTok. Oh, that's a. That's a rough one. Bad boy. Of I TikTok. will take the bad boy of podcasting, like you getting banned from Venmo over the bad boy of TikTok. Anyways, he got his ass kicked. He started talking about how he's been in 40 street fights. Uh, so this whatever McBroom guy, I can't think of his name. Anyways, this McBroom guy just beat the shit out of him. And he made a million dollar bet that he would knock out the other guy. And if he got knocked out, he'd have to pay a million dollars. So now he's done a million dollars. That's no good. Um, but my thing is, why wasn't the Lamar Odom, uh, Aaron Carter fight promoted better? Ooh, that's a thing. That was a fight that happened this weekend as well. My thing is, when, where do these boxing matches stop, and why are they such a big thing right now? I think COVID turned everybody into like just looking for some type of entertainment, and then like. Logan mm-hmm. Paul and them like jumped in, like they took it, and so yeah. and then they created a genre. Yeah, but he fought Mayweather. And now it's just like we want to see people fight each other. So like, let's have random people fight each other that we are that are kind of famous. So now I'm like I'm waiting for yeah. other genres. I want to see like Bryce Harper fight like some dude in tennis. Like that'd be cool. Like I just I think like, <laughs> I'm ready for I'm ready for crossover events everywhere. 
Yeah, I think it'd be better when it's real athletes too. I could actually watch that. Not TikToker stars, YouTubers and TikTokers. It's it's hard to fucking watch. There was man. nothing better that their intro, like when I they mean, would, I didn't watch. They would be like, you know, fighting out of the whatever <laughs> corner. It would just be like Austin McBroom with 19 million followers, no fights, <laughs> like, and then it would be like Big numbers, the self-proclaimed but... bad boy of TikTok, Bryce Hall, 19.1 million followers supposedly that's what they said supposedly 40 street fights wow and it's like okay the what's gonna happen yeah bad boy of tiktok i I feel like tiktok versus youtube is very like generational like tiktok is kind of our generation than youtube or uh, other way around okay youtube is our generation tiktok is gen z so Mm -hmm. this is a good kind of intergenerational battle I agree with that for sure. Did I don't. Bri- I didn't know a single one of these TikTokers. The only one I know is Bryce Hall, because he is obviously the self-proclaimed bad boy of TikTok. Of course, yeah. Um, but he is. Uh, he he. I don't does know the, any of these guys. He's a like a continuing guest of whatever podcast that Dave Portnoy does with some other TikToker, the BFF one. God, they're such douchebags. It's so annoying. Who TikTokers? Yes. <laughs> No, that particular group. Bryce Hall? Yeah. Is it true that he got... Yeah, because they're just going around getting in fist fights. He's the bad boy. It's not a fight, but is it true he got $5 million? It is. Oh, we Well, four. He has to pay a million of it to McBroom. Well, at least he could cover that, yeah, but... Wait, can you scroll up to his picture? Yeah, the first one. Very punchable face. Right. You think bad boy? I think punchable face. Definitely the baddest for sure. The bad boy with like the children. Oh, oh that's a rough bad boy God. photo. I'm yeah. not gonna make fun of him, but that's a rough bad boy photo. Bryce, if you're listening, which we know you are, obviously, uh, come on to the podcast and talk to us about how you got that nickname. I'm we, scared of him. We got some. He's questions. the bad boy. Over 40 street fights. How bad? How much alleged, of a bad boy is alleged? Oh, <laughs> well, now he's 40 and one. Yeah. <laughs> Or does that not go in his street fight record because it was a boxing? Mm, you're right. That's still it's untarnished. Like, you know, it's you're like right. how uh, Kimbo Slice, rest in peace. What was that? It was like the uh, how Austin. Or, uh, I was gonna say Austin. <laughs> Kimbo's be- um, The Mayweather Floyd was an exhibition, so there's no winner or loser. Like, you know, he kept a street. It wasn't a street fight. Yeah, you know, he couldn't tackle him. True. Maybe Bryce Hall is just one bad mamma jamma. So. I looked up to see why is he such a bad boy. Um, so I looked up like his like record pretty much. Uh, I guess a couple weeks ago, he got into a fight with a restaurant manager because he kept vaping when they told him to stop vaping. And he would just vape and blow it in the guy's face. Oh and so the guy asked him to leave. And so he got into one of his 40 street fights as he normally does. Um, but that's a bad boy thing, you know. Chicks love the bad boys. Bryce Hall, 19 million. Dude, how what does Chick, she do? Chicks love douchebags. TikTok is, I don't, you know what? I used to say that TikTok's like Vine. No. Vine was good. TikTok's no good. I also don't have TikTok, but I think I've gotten the gist from what I've seen. So, okay. So if there's any two fighters that we could do a match, real life, not like fictional, would there be any fight that you would want to see? Like, no one wanted to see Bryce Hall versus McBroom. Mm. Are they active or retired, or it doesn't matter? I'm talking about anyone. So, like, I would like to see The Rock. Uh, the Rock face the mountain oh, from wow. uh, Game of Thrones. I, I don't know his real name. Yeah. If it's a for real fight, I would want to see The Rock and Kevin Hart. They always pretend <laughs> fight. I want to see that. Yeah, but that's not going to be real. like a good fight. He's going to kill him. No, I know. Yeah. That's a good one. See, that's what I'm but saying. That's like, a that would one. be a cool one. Let's see. That's a good one, yeah. Two I, real mountains. I liked what you were saying earlier, Johnny, about you get Bryce Harper in there against like a tennis player. So let, let's, <laughs> let's, beers. let's do, or beer. Yeah. Hey, let's do like Novak Djokovic uh, against <laughs> Bryce Harper, like best player in tennis versus formerly best baseball player in the world. Like, I don't know. I don't know who wins that fight, honestly. Mm hmm. I think Bryce probably has stronger punches, but Novak is used to playing five sets, which lasts like four hours. So, oh, yeah. strength versus cardio? I like what you're doing. We can make a whole... And he, he's all lateral movements. He's all, good, always yeah. lateral movements. So That footwork. I think Ooh. he's got something. No, I like Novak's like not a, a small dude either. Like He's a, he's a big he's guy. Tall. He's fast. He's tall. Like, Bryce Harper's like, not yeah. giant. He's got a Nate Diaz type of fighting style. Like, mm-hmm. it, 
It'd be interesting. I think Bryce Harper would talk a lot of shit. I I think it'd be I think it'd be a fun. Well, did you see when he did you see when he rushed the uh when he rushed the mound? Oh, yeah. That was yeah. He missed that he, uh, missed he missed that helmet throw by yeah. a mile. He got punched right in his stupid face though. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. He seems like a big chirper. But, but, no, what else? Mm-hmm. I was going to say Dave Batista, but what about Batista versus Bryce Harper? They both got clocked on a MLB Oh, game. yeah, that's right. <laughs> Look at Novak Djokovic. He's ripped. Yeah, that's a that's Look at those human. arms. Min- Look how long those arms are. Think about that. He's dude. the best tennis player that's ever been ever. He's up there. 6-2-176. Pretty light. But he's ripped. I'm down for that fight. I think that's a good that's I, a good fight. I think we start pushing that really hard and see what happens. I like it. But how much money would you have to pay them? Like a TikToker. I know they make a lot of money, but really like Bryce Harper has a doesn't he have like a two hundred and ninety million dollar contract? Yeah, that's the thing. He's probably not gonna fight anyone who's making less than him. Yeah. Also, or you're gonna have to pay them like to him. forty million dollars. He's not gonna get out of bed for five million and fight someone. Well, like a Mike Trout versus uh, Bryce Harper. Ooh. Dude, Mike Trout would beat the Imagine shit. if like yeah. I would want to see. Imagine that. baseball players started like settling their beefs with just fighting in like boxing. So hockey. Like, well, yes. that's the thing. That's why uh, hockey's so awesome. Hockey, that's why hockey's like, awesome. It wouldn't even happen. Like they can't even like find a do anything because it's a completely different sport just give them nothing. just give them 30 minutes <laughs> and sell <Ooh>. their shit <laughs> i i have Once been thinking about this for a while you know with uh all the asterisks with them get intentionally hit i was thinking like you get like two for every third one you get two minutes on the mound like you get a two minutes match like you know, you're taking off your gloves, you're squaring oh up like God. a hockey match. I would love to watch Ooh, that. Like, hey, if you're going to really throw at me, two let's minutes do is it. a long time. That's a long time. Fine, a minute. That's a long time. 30 Usually, seconds, yeah. Uh, hockey or, no, fights no. are like 30 seconds. I was going to say, less. what if we do like hockey rules, first one to go down? Yeah, that's good. I mean, they could keep their footing more. There's potential for, for more punches and stuff. Yeah, because you're not sliding. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can't, can't really yeah, sweater 20, someone yeah. in short sleeves. Do you guys remember um, Kyle Farnsworth baseball fight back in the day? No. Pull, pull that up. This was a great fight. Kyle Farnsworth used to pitch for the Cubs, uh, reliever, and he got into a fight with a guy, and he straight up tackled this guy. Look, just look up Kyle Farnsworth fight, and he just laid out this guy. Yeah. There you go. Let's, let's, was he the batter or the pitcher? He was the pitcher. He, he throws at a guy who's trying to bunt. Uh I don't know who it is for the Reds. Kind of looks like Adam Dunn, but it's not. He starts John Adam. Oh, bam! Ooh. Oh, he picked him up. Yeah, sign him up for the Bears. Him. Yeah, he really oh my God. drove He's... through the tackle. That was great. Apparently, he was a linebacker in high school or something like that. So <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, uh, people don't squared up. Perfectly. One of my favorites. Yeah. That's good, man. The form tackling. Hey, look, that's what so the Bears need. I like how he got nice. low. Okay, and drove through. Good. He drove right, right through. There. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Form. No concussions either. <laughs> okay, the last sports one that I had is there's been a big, a really big thing going around the league about cup snakes. It really started at Wrigley, but cup snakes, even at White uh, Sox, you know, games. beer cup snakes. That's I said they're around. I said Wrigley really started it. I gave you guys but props. Like, that doesn't happen at White Sox games. White Sox games, we go and we watch the game. Now we've got people in the stands getting really drunk thinking cup snakes. So whatever you guys did <laughs> up north, it's leeching the South Side. <laughs> <laughs> oh please! The you most, got places where you can hit fucking off the tee. The most exciting thing to do at a Sox game. Um, but anyways, so they said that this is the world's largest cup snake that has been in the MLB. The cup snake was 150 feet long. There was roughly 24 <laughs> cups per foot, which at twelve dollars a beer at Wrigley, that comes out to forty three thousand two hundred dollars. Whoa! When was this? Uh, this was the one last week. Like this past weekend against the yeah. Cardinals. Cardinals. Wow. Yeah. So my thing is this. I love when people are like, you know, why why did all these owners really want fans back? This is why they want fans back. This is everyone's like, how much money could the fans really bring in? That was just the bleachers. In beer. That was just the bleachers. One game. And that was just one snake. It couldn't have been every cup in the whole whole bleachers. Forty three thousand two hundred dollars. A lot of, it's a lot of scratch. Yeah, you just paid like a tenth of David Bodie's salary right there. <laughs> That's pretty uh, good. Is he injured? Yeah. One yeah. cup snake. Okay, oh. in a while. 
Also, one cup snake. There's also another uh, sports story. Did you watch uh, the UFC this weekend? I did. Oh, that was awesome. Which Brandon one are you going to talk about? Oh, yeah, he's good. Um, I First Mexican-born fighter in the UFC who got a championship. It was awesome against... Uh, Figueroa, Davidson Figueroa, Davidson. That's what it was. Um, so I got a little too. So I really like him. He's called the Baby Assassin. The baby Love assassin. that nickname. Oh, okay. He's awesome. Um, I got a little bit ahead of myself after he won. I really do like the guy, and I just go, "Oh my god, he could be as big as Canelo." <laughs> I I kind of take <laughs> it Fucker. back. Canelo has like the entire country backing him, but yeah. if he still does good, he already has most of Mexico's backing him. He could be a huge superstar in Mexico and the U.S. No, for sure. If he defends his belt and like keeps winning by yeah, he you just know, needs one. Yeah, he just needs one, and he's already um he's a commentator for the UFC. Spanish, the though, Spanish, only. the yeah. Spanish version, yeah. So it's pretty cool. It was cool to see, and obviously Israel Adesanya, he's just fun to watch. Every yeah, time. but that fight sucked. No one's gonna beat him. It, it wasn't even close. Except man. Jan Blakovich. Yeah, who just beat him <laughs> exactly, <again. laughs> exactly. Unless it's someone outside of his, uh, yeah, his class, it's it's probably not going to happen. Um, okay, let's head over to timeout. So timeout here, here on the podcast. Oh, okay. So I've been seeing this big trend on the internet that I think really needs to stop. Uh, a lot of things are going for a lot of money. A really big thing that just started this year is uh, baseball cards, basketball cards selling for a lot of money. Um, uh, Charizard sold for $2 million. I think that's kind of crazy. And I loved Pokemon growing up. I was more of a Yu-Gi-Oh guy. Pokemon was still cool. Um, but that I guess like has nostalgic value. This one is the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard of. So a chicken nugget, you heard me right. A chicken nugget for McDonald's who supposedly looked like one of the among us characters, which I guess is a game where you got to like, pretend that you're playing with the team but you're trying to mess up the team and if you yeah it's like um mafia if you've ever played mafia like there's one person who's undercover yeah trying to kill everybody mm-hmm. else uh this chicken Holy nugget sold shit. for one hundred thousand dollars <laughs> it's I mean, getting it, out of hand kind of has legs i guess but oh okay now i'm looking at the comparison with the <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, I still don't get it. It looks it's similar. Like a, it's like an astronaut with two little stumpy legs and no arms. Is that a nose? That looks like a... Wait, what? Is that photoshopped on there? Can you blow that picture up? It, they took it out of the bag that it was in. Um, I mean, I guess. I, I don't hmm. care if it looks like it's or not. $100,000 <laughs> for a chicken nugget? I mean, where is this? Who bought it? It's a great question. Who let cares? me let me look into someone this. with fu money. That's who bought it. What are you gonna do with the, someone that, with the chicken nugget? Really hope he ate it. I, <laughs> I really mean, hope the he eats auction it. was listed on May twentieth, starting at ninety nine cents. Holy shit! One hundred eighty four bids drove it <laughs> drove it up to nearly a hundred thousand dollars. I like. So eBay's still a thing, apparently. <laughs> yeah i don't know i thought the cards were kind of ridiculous now it's like a thing people are getting rich off of just opening cards and selling them so they like go on their twitch stream or youtube stream or whatever and you just open up these packs of like baseball cards or basketball cards i guess are the biggest and you'll be like oh my god i got a rookie lamello that goes for like 900 bucks and you're like what like, how is that $900? The Pokemon, I kind of get it because if you were like our age and you were like a Bryce Hall or whatever, and you grew up to be like really rich, really fast, and you wanted to be like, oh, I want a Charizard. Like, oh, Logan Paul wore the 150000 one yeah. around his neck. Like, that I can kind of see, but like, the chicken nugget. It's what? I thought you were going to start talking about NFTs or something. <laughs> there was uh, someone who's selling like five hundred. Th- yeah, like five half a million dollars for a, a picture of Charizard. At least, um, with but like, yeah, this is uh, this is something else. Yeah, at least with like the Pokemon cards or with old baseball cards, there's a certain amount of time that's passed. So there's the time value to it, where it's like 
it appreciates it. Yeah, for like the Charizard, it's like they don't make these anymore. They right. made them at one time for a very limited amount of time, and now there's only so many in existence. So like, and it's like you know reference to a time period when like Pokemon first came out, and like a lot of us in our generation were young and playing it and everything mm-hmm. like that. Like, there's a lot of factors that go into it that can create value. Um, that like you said appreciates over time. This, this is just a chicken nugget. That's going to go bad and it depreciates over time. Yeah. I mean, it's going to rot in probably a couple weeks, you know, because it's a McDonald's chicken nugget. So. Or actually a couple yeah. years. Cause it's actually, it will get better. Nugget. Yeah. It's like wine. <laughs> it's like, a fine, wine. like a fine yeah. cheese or wine. <laughs> Can it ferment? It's got it enough preservatives itself. in it that it'll actually get healthier. <laughs> preservatives start to die out uh yeah that is just i'm just now excited to see what else gets sold for a ridiculous amount of money um the next one i got up on here is now that the almost the entire united states really reopened uh with no mass if you're vaccinated they're really trying to push for this herd immunity or which is 85 percent vaccinated okay so we're not quite there yet but they're still opening stuff up So Washington state decided that they will now start giving away marijuana if you come and get vaccinated. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Why not? Good business. They, they started good business plan. The the weed is free and the shot is free. There's no business. They're not making anything. (laughs) That's like the, uh, always sunny episode, self-sustaining economy. (laughs) You got to print your own money. How do we make money like this? Like, well, it just recirculates and it's a self-sustaining economy. But like in Ohio, they, they started giving out, uh, like five people would win a million dollars each. And your name was in the hat. If you got a COVID vaccine, like it, they're just doing the, the, a bunch of lottery drawings and this yeah. should be every if I, I'm going to mm-hmm. run for public office and this is going to be my platform and my policy for everything is like if you vote for me, I'll just pick five people that win a million dollars. Holy shit. Every month. And that they'll be, be like very effective. They'll be like, yeah, that is way better than free, like a free joint. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, my that God. Is, that is literally a million times better. <laughs> that's how you get votes. That is literally a million times yeah. better. That's how you get votes. But um yeah, I know they were giving away like a bunch of free shotguns and free rifles uh, down in the southern states, obviously, to try to get know, people to get their vaccine. Yeah, like Oklahoma is like trying to push like some interesting plan because they have like fifty four percent of their people vaccinated, which is yeah, I think first, I think that's all right. You know, it's that's like they're bad. getting better, but like that's like yeah, you got Alabama and yeah. Mississippi. I think they're like. A, 40, 44 or something. Is everyone here vaccinated? Yeah. yeah. I guess yeah. I've never asked. What do you think is holding people back? Like, why aren't people getting vaccinated? It's not hard anymore. I think it's... I think at this point, since they haven't had to get it up to this point, now it just They're like, let matter. it ride. Yeah. People are... It's fair. It could be laziness, and then it could be being stupid. <laughs> I would say it's half at least that. And, like, listening to really stupid people. And, like, so... Or they've bought into, like... Fucking conspiracies! Conspiracies! Yeah, yeah that's true. Their, their algorithms <laughs> on the internet are now feeding them enough shit that it's saying, "Don't get it." Yeah, don't get it. Yeah, and it told them to block out any <laughs> real news that might tell you otherwise. But could you imagine someone that's like, you know what, man? I did my research. I was on the forums. You know, I don't trust vaccines. And then Washington's like, "We'll give you a free gram of pot," and he's like, "Well, you know." <laughs> I'll try it. Man, Check it out. I mean, I'll try it. Can't hurt that bad. You know, get, about, get the first but... one at least. Um, I, f- I feel like it's a combination of yeah, people don't want to be told what to do. There's a lot of polit- politiz- politization, however you say it, yeah. uh, around the virus, the vaccine, and everything like that. And then I think also some people have said like, well. They haven't done enough studies yet. They don't know the long-term effects. They rush this through yeah. and everything, which if you listen to anybody who actually knows diseases, epidemiology, anything like that, I mean, there's there aren't going to be long-term effects. It's like a flu shot. They've been working on this type of vaccine the last 25 years. I feel like that might be one of the most yeah. like credible, I guess, or... Well, did you see the one? It makes sense. I think that one makes sense because it's true. We can't really test something over a long time since it hasn't been a Mm -hmm. long time yet. So, you know, anything could happen at that point. 
But I think at this point, I think people who didn't get the vaccine before, they were pretty vocal about it. So yeah. now flipping and going back and saying, all right, maybe I will get it. I, I think they won't do that. Just for, the, just for that reason. My favorite one that, that we can move on is uh, a woman went in front of Congress and said that after she got her vaccine shot, she became magnetic and magnets would stick to her and just things would stick to her. So she's up in front of Congress and she's trying to get a magnet to stick on her neck. And she was like kind of doing like the little bit of a, like a lean to get it to stick. <laughs> and she was like, see, I told you. And then boom, just falls off. And she's like, well, I'm not that strong at this point. I like, I got to eat something in the morning. We're like, oh, what? you are a psychopath. <laughs> I can't believe Congress gave her a floor. Like I get that yeah. you have to, but it's like, no, you don't have to. But like I to please people, but could you imagine? Maybe they made it a point. Could like, you imagine this is the idiot who also doesn't yeah. want to get the vaccine? Could you imagine waking up as a congressman on your dock? You're like, okay, we got a meeting. Then we got the town hall. Who's coming in? Magnet woman. Magneta. And then she, dude, it was so funny. Magneta. For like thirty seconds, she was trying to get this magnet to stick on her. She was putting it everywhere. It was just like, dude, you. Practice this at home before you come in front of the live TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of crazy. Um, the last one I had before we do our over-under is Cinnabon. You heard me right. Cinnabon has come out with a protein drink. That's not a lie. Cinnabon has come out with a protein drink. Um, it is like a breakfast protein drink that has 10 grams of protein. Um, That's not a lot. I mean, it is for Cinnabon. I mean, yeah, it's Cinnabon. Uh, oh, don't look at the back. If you're drinking a Cinnabon energy drink, that's something that you don't tell anyone. Uh, Cinnabon protein shake. 10 grams of protein. 80 grams of carbs. It's a shake. Like, yeah, it's a protein no. drink, but here's 10 grams. Is like, that's that's not enough. I go to images, mm. but you can I'm find curious it. how I found it on Yahoo. I'm curious how Cinnabon survives without pumps. They don't. There <laughs> are airports yeah. for that matter. I a lot of them in airports too. I mean, is there a freestanding Cinnabon? Mm-mm. I don't think so. There can't be. It's like how you can only find Dippin' Dots in like amusement parks and something else. I know they have done. Cinnabon flavored protein shakes, but I don't know that they're serving no, they, them at their actual. Well, I don't. They said you could buy them. Uh, but yeah, I could you imagine if you're like around January 1st and someone's like, you know what, I'm gonna really lose the weight this year. Uh, I picked up these great new breakfast protein shakes, uh, Cinnabon. I mean, at this point, it's gotta be just melted, it's gotta be just the uh, I tried one icing a while ago, but I'm not seeing it. You tried one as part yeah. of like a test, or no, not as part of a test. Like, like they were selling them at GNC. It was like, uh, oh, Cinnabon flavored protein or pre work. I don't know what it was, but <laughs> pre work. I tried one of those like single serving <laughs> ones because I was just very intrigued. Also, um, I, I may or may not work with them, so <laughs> I hope it's a pre workout because I can't imagine anything that would get you right. less motivated <laughs> for a workout than exactly. eating a Cinnabon. <laughs> Um, that so that's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, see, they have a lot of like cinnamon roll flavored protein shakes, and yeah, they were like little. Do you remember what like animals look like? Like those tiny little bottles. Yeah, it kind of looked like that. Like drinkable yogurt. Oh yeah, those were their shit. Those are so tasty. Yeah, I mean, you you can't have a full twelve ounces of the the morning <laughs> breakfast shake. Um. I found them on Yahoo today. Mm. Yahoo giving me fake news? That would definitely devastate me. But either way, I thought that was absolutely insane. They came in a 12-pack. Um, I just think people are getting out of hand if that's what you're looking for, nutrition. But yeah. Um, okay, uh, before we do the rank, I did have an over-under. It is overrated, underrated of grilled food. So I bought a grill. You didn't know this. I bought a grill and I had to walk at home. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so now that I've been grilling a lot of things for myself, and I've come up with some things are not as good as you would think on the grill, but some things, ooh, 
They're very good. I'll start. My overrated on the grill. This is going to sound weird. Overrated on a grill is a steak. Wow. I, per- I, I don't know okay. what you're doing with your steaks, I'm- but I know when <laughs> I make a steak from the on my smoker and I sear it right. And I, All right. I have questions. I have oh questions. my God. I can't even explain it. Please you don't even know. You, you have to get yeah. no, I mean, you knew that was coming, though. Come on. So I like to do my steaks the Gordon <laughs> Ramsay way put it on a nice Dutch oven or a cast iron. And. Okay, can I not? (laughs) Let me finish. I like doing the rosemary and the garlic, and you just spoon it on top. You can't do the spoon on top on a grill. I like that. It soups all the juices inside. That's just one of my opinions. I think it really depends on the cut. It depends on what you're doing that day, and it depends if it's a nice day outside. But I think there's a a good cut for both both occasions because a a steak on on the grill is... It's nice. What's holting you back from it's taking good. the cast iron skillet out? Is it not big enough? Oh, it's like that's a thing. Oh, just, but then, but then why don't I just do it? Too. But that's not grilling it. You if are you're grilling. grilling it. You got to be on. No. Oh yeah, there. But if it, you bring a cast iron skillet, you put it on your grill, and you cook the steak yeah. that way, you would consider that's, that grilling you're still it. Grilling it essentially because you're still grilling it, and it's really about the smoke that encompasses it. But I really would use the cast iron skillet to catch all the juices underneath. And then do you, you keep basting that? that. If I bring a pan out there and put it on the grill as used as a heater, that's like using the burner in the yeah. kitchen. I don't know. I haven't seen it before. If it catches um, the smoke enough, I guess. But um, there shouldn't be a ton of smoke I, on a grill. I trust though. Beer's opinion. I've, I've used no, my no, cast no, iron skillet he, on my smoker before, and it's. I don't think it's different. I also I but, cook with charcoal. But that's two uh, I cook things. with wood. You're saying smoker. I'm saying right. grill. So I cook with charcoal and yeah. wood. Those are two different. I don't things. know what it's like yeah. with the yeah. propane. I used it. I use the mesquite wood, yeah. Hmm. So that is two different things. You're saying smoker. I'm saying specifically grill. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. There's a difference. Okay. Because, yes, in your thing, like, if you put on a smoker and you get all the, the flavor of the air in it, a grill doesn't have that. You don't have any True. pallets coming in or wood. Um, I guess you could have charcoal, but I have a gas grill. Um, okay, and then my most underrated is, I'm telling you, I'm a big Big fan of corn on the cob. Oh shit, that was my putting that on the grill though. <laughs> oh, putting that on the grill, fun. you have like a little bit of the burnt. Oh my god, is it good? Oh, yes. Is it good? Yep. Except I got a little heated with Kayla the other day because I made some, made it beautiful. I have this garlic butter rosemary sauce that I drip mm-hmm. all over it. Yeah, she takes it off, takes it off the grill, and put it on her plate. She puts it upside down. She starts cutting the kernels off with a knife and then ate it with a spoon on her plate. No, you got to go full hog on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're in the Midwest. I mean, that's unacceptable. I want like butter Sorry, and Kayla. salt on my hands. Like I want. Do you want to Iowa? Yeah. Isn't that a corn? So you guys agree with me? I thought it was weird, and she's like, "Everyone I know does," and I'm like, "Well, everyone you know is wrong." And Kayla, if you're listening, uh, please don't get so mad at us that you kick us out of the podcast. Studio. Yes, thank you for lending us your home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do really appreciate it. Um, yeah, so that's my over-under. Hmm. Damn it. All right, I'm going to need a minute. You could use mine. corn as well. Dude, I, but I that's just really love good. corn. I love yeah. any kind of corn. Oh, by the way, I'm not shitting on corn off the cob. Like, uh, you know, just yeah. like if you get a jar of corn and stuff. I'm talking about, I prefer it on a cob if I'm, especially if I'm... I'll give you an under I'm not going to give you everything's Nathan, on a cob. Just take a Nathan's hot dog. Like, if you grill a hot dog, it's like... It's unbelievable. Yep. It's so good. Like you get the char, you get the, you get the mm. crack on it. Oh my gosh, it's, mm-hmm. those are so. I was good. just gonna say the little crack in the middle is the best part. Yep. Yep. What's your overrated? I'm trying to think of an overrated, but I feel like anything right. grilled is. I, I've been doing. I've made a couple types of queso, like on my smoker, and I'm like, I feel like it counts, but like I feel like if you make queso on a smoker, it's not very. So like, I feel like dips and stuff on the grill. It's like, what are you doing? That makes sense. Okay, that That's makes sense. Overrated. I didn't know that was I a like thing. That. Honestly, yeah. making dips on the grill. I've done it a few times. I don't see the dip. I don't see the point of like having to load <laughs> charcoal in just to make put it up. Yeah. That's fair. You guys are grilled. You? I would say uh, chicken wings. They get really, really dry. Gotta fry them. That's overrated. Overrated, I would say. 
Uh, chicken legs, though, like the actual big pieces of like the thighs and the actual legs themselves. I think that's fine. But chicken wings, they get really dry really fast. I really want to try smoked wings gotcha. here. That, and damn it. So good. That sounds delicious or fried. And oh, uh, underrated. I, I got to go corn on the cob. Yeah. It's so good. It's the first Dude, thing you're going to have to come over. Right I, uh, I found a halote recipe that I want to try. Oh, mm. uh, <laughs> uh, you know, they put like the mayo on it and mm-hmm. stuff. Kayla won't try because she doesn't do mayo. Oh, man. But I love got, mayo. You, she got to try with and the. So it's like, I can't make like nine things of corn with the white cheese, the crumble <laughs> And then cheese. just like me being, just eating ears of corn for dinner. It's a little rough. Nick, you got any? Yeah. Um, overrated chicken breast. I think chicken breast mm-hmm. in general is overrated, uh, but grilled chicken breast. It's dry. Yeah, it's, it's not good. You get the grill marks, which is a little bit better than like if you do it in the oven. But um, I'm dark meat all the way kind of guy. Yep. Uh, you know what I mean by that too. Um, <laughs> underrated uh, grilled pineapple. Whoa, never had it. Yes, if you get if you delicious. get um, go to the store, get a pineapple that's cored or a whole one and, and core it yourself. So it's just like the, the middle part mm-hmm. and then you cut off slices like about yay thick, maybe like an inch thick. You grow that up on both sides. You throw that on like uh, a burger. You throw that on like a sandwich with like a piece of grilled fish on it or in addition on something on the side. It's really good because all the sugars in it caramelize really well. Yeah, You get some good grill marks on there and you get the smokiness from the grill. It's Fantastic! Awesome. I love pineapple. I, would pineapple I was like, really throw that in like I'm thinking like pulled pork or something like that, like something to offset the yep. heavy fat. Absolutely, yeah. some really salty. Yeah. I always love. Uh, I'm a big fan of El Pastor, and I love yep. when you get El Pastor tacos and they have a little pineapple yeah. on mm-hmm. them. Mm. Or uh, if you've ever been to, Lo- yo, you've been to Los Tres Ponchos when it has. I introduced it, uh, you. Yeah, you did. When <laughs> they have it on the the like the shawarma thing, I don't know what it actually called, but they have the pineapple just on top oh, yeah. of the skewer. Mm-hmm. You yep. just take the little swoop and is put it-, it on there. Yeah, I'm like, that's what I like. Yeah. like do, it, do it again, but slower. <laughs> do it again, but slower. Um, the one thing I want to say about grilling is, yes, it makes food taste better, but I think we all have to agree that that's not why grilling is awesome. Grilling is awesome because it's really hard to mess it up, your food. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. And it's just like an excuse to like be out there talking to someone and like have a drink. Mm-hmm. You like have a, to drink a beer. Yeah. yeah. Like, like if you make burgers on the grill, it's just like flip them occasionally. They're never going to be like well done if you don't put it on like way too high. Melt some cheese and they're going to be fine. And that's what I really like love about grilling is I'll just be out there for like a, like a half hour having a beer and like listening to a song and just be like, I know I can't mess this up. So, <laughs> well, being grill master is quite an honor in my experience. I found, well, I don't like to grill for other people. Cause I like a lot of my shit really rare and I'm colorblind. So I always have to use a, a meat thermometer. And so a lot of people are like, this is rare. I'm like, <laughs> like if it still moves, it's good. You're going to like it rare, but I, I get that. Not everyone likes it that way. Um, all right, let's head over to the rank. So the rank was brought to us by someone. Ooh. Okay. Oh, it was. Oh no, it was actually brought to you by Kayla, but she was Kayla. on our Instagram. Her Instagram rank was. Now that things are opening back up, I want to hear what are the best bars in Chicago to go watch a sporting event at. Um, which I think is actually very good. That's a good rank, and sorry for shitting on your corn eating abilities. <laughs> um, uh, who wants to go first? Go. Any takers? I'll go first. All right, go All right. So, I miss Chicago a lot, and it's like I haven't even gotten to really watch a whole lot of sports in Chicago too. So, take this with a grain of salt. I remember this is a lot of like just nostalgia. So, number four, watching sports, I give it sluggers. I love sluggers. Sluggers is a blast. They got good TVs. It's just seems like a really fun place. I'm not a I'm not a Cubs fan though. It I bet it could be a blast to watch Cubs games there. I just bet. Like <laughs> but like I could I could easily go there and watch Bears or any any type of Chicago sports game there and be happy. Number three, right by our old apartment, it's an Iowa bar. Four Shadows. Do you guys remember that place? Yeah, yeah. I remember 
on Ashland. Very, very much. Ashland and yes. diversity. I remember going in there and watching Illinois versus Iowa football, and it was like freaking packed. This place is popping full of people. And just like a random bar in the middle of like Lincoln Park. It's like not really close to any other bars, but that place had a following. It's not even that was, big. I love it. Did you, uh, are you talking about the game where you guys went up by two touchdowns and then you and Johnny decided to berate the shit out of me in our group text <laughs> and then Iowa came back to win by three what touchdowns? Is that is that the game? That I don't know if that about? was the exact was, one. I, I remember know. I was there Leading to watch up to that sports. game, I was so nice. I knew that Illinois that doesn't was sound... me. Yeah, no. Oh, you guys were talking know. a lot. Do you remember that I thing? do remember Dude, that. You guys blew thing. me up just about... I was ranked. I can't believe this. Well, yeah. And then you guys just got your ass beat. <laughs> All right. I want to. I want to run that back. I don't know what we actually said. I think you took it a lot harder than what actually happened. I think but... it's on the podcast. Oh yeah. I think that was I... like a couple weeks into me joining you guys, and I was just like, <laughs> Oh, okay. never mind that. Okay. <laughs> He's gonna... oh, you're talking about last taking okay. it pretty yeah. seriously. Yeah. yeah. I do remember that. You guys get a little mean with it. 2019. You gotta be proud. Yeah, of... I was like, you know what? You guys got a pretty good. You guys got a pretty good team. You know, it's going to be a good game. You guys went up 14 points, and the techs were just flowing in. Getting it real was, personal, too. It was, <laughs> we I remember Johnny and I were like... It was our only chance to talk shit. <laughs> we looked at each other, and we're like, let's just pour it. Like, let's just... We're not... I don't know if we can win, but like, let's just have fun. We knew damn well we weren't going to win. <laughs> so. yeah, you you poured into it all right. It's good. Uh, so foreshadows. I, I like fun. that's a nostalgic. Number two is another nostalgic place. Kirkwoods. Talked about this earlier, but Kirkwoods, close where I live. It's kind of like a Nebraska. I'd say it's a Big Ten bar. Pretty Nebraska bar. It's Nebraska. And yeah. Nebraska. I. Use. I remember sitting with you guys at a table watching a Chicago Bears preseason game, and we were like eating. I remember I got like a cheeseburger and I was so into watching Dave Montgomery run the ball in preseason. It was like, I remember that vividly. Like, I remember being like on the edge of my seat at a preseason game at Kirkwood. It was just, they got enough TVs, they got an outdoor section, beautiful place, beautiful bar. Um, My number one, though, is Old Pro. That place is amazing. I don't care if it's a public bar, I don't care if it's like near Wrigley or anything. Yes, but. I think Old Pro is one of the best parts of Chicago by far. I think it's giant. I think it's ambience is amazing. I wish. Live music. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's so good. Mm-hmm. The best place. Chicago nice. Sports, I think, by far. That's good. Uh, Johnny, you look like you're chomping at the bit. Yeah, I'll go next. <laughs> yeah. Number four is um, Kirkwood for me. Um, I just remember going there a lot when I first moved into the city with you mm-hmm. and like Nick and John, um, a lot of your old high school friends. So that was, that was really cool. And we did go there a decent amount. Um, number three, um, it, it was between bird's nest or old crow. I haven't been to either in a long time. Bird's nest, a little bit more chill, but we've been there. I feel like the first game of every season for the bears, we always get bird's nest. Every time we either go there, or get it. We ordered it, um, to go um but um either or those are awesome i miss those places definitely looking forward to going back number two is brick house tavern in wrigley because you're a champion because i'm a champion one champions yeah you guys could say it (laughs) rolls only brought it up about nine times on the bird crawl so it was was, uh (laughs) it was a light day for him yeah a lot i mean it's right next to to Wrigley is just an awesome bar. It's great when it's actually nice out and they have an awesome patio too. And number one, I'm going West End and West Loop. It's a very new uh, new place that I've gone to recently now that they've opened up. Um, it's just a giant sports bar, huge TVs, right around the corner too from where I live. So <laughs> like that has a lot to do with it. But hopefully we get to check it out soon. Nice. Nick, you want to go? Sure. Um... I have one that I have to list as an honorable mention first. Uh, it's not open anymore, but it would have been my number one had it still been open. Red Ivy um, in Wrigleyville. It was part of the side of Clark Street that they tore down, uh, but it was an old uh, 
used to go there to watch uh, Browns games with uh, a bunch of my buddies from college. So a lot of uh, a lot of good memories from that. Uh, number four, Kirkwoods. For the reasons you guys listed before, I feel like Kirkwoods was just like a spot you'd run into people um, those first years, yeah, one or two years after uh, graduation when people moved to Chicago. Every time I went mm-hmm. there, it was always just like, oh, hey, we're watching this game. You guys are watching that one, yeah. that sort of thing. Uh, number three, Racine Plumbing on Lincoln Avenue in Lincoln Park uh, is a Notre Dame bar. So I've been there a couple times to watch some Notre Dame games, um, various uh, football, basketball games. Uh, I, th- I think it's one of the cool things about Chicago, the fact that we have so many bars that just, you know, have their allegiance to a specific team or teams. Yeah. Uh, and everybody gathers there. I, it also kind of creates it so where... Um, feel like there's not like a go-to bears bar which is kind of unfortunate um there's a lot of people watching bears games everywhere but there's not like a one like here's where all of them are at like some of the other ones but regardless uh number two bird's nest love the wings love the vibes uh love the neighborhood feel small intimate um yeah kind of best case is perfect combination of dive bar and sports bar yeah and then number one sluggers in wrigleyville um the, yeah, like Beer was mentioning earlier, the downstairs, uh, having, you know, just the classic bar set up that's kind of dingy but still nice. And then the upstairs having batting cages, dueling pianos after the games, um, ski ball, fucking Ooh. love ski ball, pop a shot. I mean, you've got everything. What more could you do? You really do. To, I want to go to Sluggers. Yeah, me too. Um, no, that was a good rank. Um, mine is number four. It's going to be Sheffield's on Sheffield. Uh, it's got good food and it is a really chill place to watch a game. It's never going to be too crazy bumping. Um, I've done the last two years there watching the first round or a wild card weekend of NFL. And that's been a lot of fun because you have that whole back area to yourself and it's just really nice. Um, number three, I got... Kirkwoods, Kirkwoods has always been the luck bar for me. Every time I need like a big win, I should just go to Kirkwoods. I saw, <laughs> I saw the uh, Cubs clinch the pennant there. Um, that was one of the wildest nights of my life. They got good food. The outdoor patio is, it's hard to beat. Yeah, in Chicago, it's such a really nice back back area. Like Especially if you get the is, uh, yeah. yeah, if you get the table right by all the screens too. Like mm-hmm. that back table. Yeah. yeah. It is really hard to beat there. And they got porta potties out the back, which is really nice. Um, number two is going to be Bird's Nest. Bird's Nest Sundays. Uh, I really only go there during the NFL season, but always doing a Bird's Nest Sunday going in there. They have the worst TVs, but it's always fun. And they got good wings. <laughs> they have uh, like one or two that are decent, but yeah, but they're always <laughs> like, like in the, the corner for yeah, some reason. They're small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like they went to a, a yard sale like all around the suburbs and like what's the tv you got a, a nine inch from 1997 we'll buy it okay um and then my number one is going to be merkel's for iowa games uh it used to be barley corns but now barley corns is closed so merkel's is right next door and that has a phenomenal atmosphere if you're a hawks fan and they used to do it they don't do it anymore but it was every time the hawkeye scored a touchdown bush lights would be one dollar from the time that it, the touchdown until the kickoff. So you just like run up there and just yeah. be like, I know, I know. and you would like get like five beers for $5 and be like, oh my God. And they're always tall boys. So that was really nice. That's dope. Um, I did realize there was one thing that we've got to talk about the bears that I wanted to ask beer. Yep. So the Chicago bears posted a Instagram that just said two touchdown magnets. And it was Jimmy Graham and Allen Robinson. Yeah. I like Allen Robinson. I get, but Jimmy Graham, Jimmy Graham had like, the most touchdowns for us. Like, I know, but he's not a touchdown magnet. He's just really, but watch big. his highlights from last season. He's a touchdown. The dude. <laughs> like, like, I will, I will talk crap about Jimmy Graham, but like that dude, like showed up last year. I wouldn't even been mad if he got cut. But he showed up. Like he showed up. I, been mad if like, he got I don't know. I don't know. He he caught like a meaningless one-handed touchdown against like the Saints or something. I forget what what team he. It was like the last play of the game, and it was beautiful, and it didn't mean anything. 
It didn't I, matter. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. against that the was, Saints. Yeah, it was. That's that the epitome awesome. of Jimmy Graham's, right? Is that he caught these meaningless touchdown passes? <laughs> but yeah, he's definitely a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess I didn't think of the meaningless touchdowns. I I think of like when we needed it most. <laughs> but I I you you showed your work there. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Okay, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Uh, keep up with the Instagram posts or uh, the Instagram rank ideas we will keep ticking those off we have a couple in the wings um be safe out there go to washington if you need a a vaccine (laughs) and uh we'll see you guys next week